Hey, good morning, everyone, and uh, thanks for watching the Mortgage, the Mortgage Morning Podcast. Uh, my name is Jordan. I'll be your host. Today with me, I'm joined by Jill Satterfield. Hi. Did I just... Yep, you got it okay, right. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, this morning, I was like, Satterfield, Satterfield? Yeah, wasn't sure. close enough. Awesome. Yeah, you got but, it. Um, yeah, so the goal of this podcast, as I mentioned last time, is that we want to um, inform home buyers as well as uh, realtors as well and uh, just kind of get the information out there for them, uh, for those who are interested in buying a home or helping others buy a home. Yeah. And so um, today's topic, we're gonna be discussing the importance of buying versus renting a home. And so, um, yeah, I guess we'll just kind of jump right into it. Um, Absolutely. I think that we've had a conversation about this before and um, honestly, I, I know that uh, you were uh, used to be a realtor as well, yep. correct? I was a real estate agent right here in Springfield uh, for, gosh, uh, somewhere between 15 and 17 years. Wow. Uh, and then back in 2016 is when I made the shift over to the mortgage side of the business. So um, it's been a wonderful industry. I absolutely love it. I love helping people um, go through this entire process, both mm. sides of, of the journey. Um, but yeah, I think uh, this is going to be a great conversation for us to have because there's so many people that are thinking about buying, don't know if they're ready or not, mm -hmm. and you know, really weighing those odds, you know, weighing the pros and the cons to it. Yeah, and you know, I would put myself in that boat as well. Yeah. Like I uh, am renting currently, and I'm not sure when I'll be ready to like purchase a home, yeah. um, or like in, you know, having this job has been helping me kind of figure out the ins and outs of that process and how it can be obtainable for me sure. in the future. Um, and so, um, something that I would like to know, something personally, and I'm sure a lot of people online who are watching probably yeah. want to know, uh, what are some benefits to buying a home and how do they compare to renting? Yeah, it's a great question and it's actually, there's so many facets to it because you can talk about the emotional side, right? There's mm -hmm. a lot of pride that goes into, hey, I'm owning a home and, um, and that is what we, uh, a little older generation maybe we've always described as being in the American dream mm -hmm. um, to actually own a home. So there's that side of it. Then there's the financial side, uh, which is easy for me to talk about, just that a house is, um, it's an asset. I mean, it, it's an asset just like you invest in the stock market or possibly Bitcoin or whatever, you know, you have your different um, assets that you invest in. A home is an asset and it's actually an asset that holds its value incredibly well. Um, and year over year, we'll see great appreciation. So that's a true benefit to home ownership. Um, but then you have all the other things too, like, um, gosh, I talk to first-time homebuyers all the time that are just so excited to get out from underneath the landlord situation. Mm -hmm. You know, they want to decorate the house themselves. <laughs> they want to, um, you know, make it their own. Um, I'm also hearing not only are rent prices increasing, mm -hmm. which we've all heard that in the media recently, but have you started hearing that the landlords are really starting to put additional restrictions on people? No. I had a first-time homebuyer just, gosh, we closed on her new house maybe two months ago and she was telling me her landlord wrote into the lease that she can no longer play an instrument in her oh house gosh. and so she was so I mean and that was the breaking point that was it wow. that was her saying I've rented long enough I'm done mm -hmm. I want to be able to at least play my in instrument and she was a school teacher it wasn't even like this was her profession it was just a stress reliever for her mm -hmm. and she said that's it I'm done so you know she was ready to yeah. move on but I'm hearing a lot of that I'm hearing uh, or I know for sure rent prices are going up um, that's another big thing about home ownership 
you know, with the inflation that we're facing, with your grocery costs going up, with your gas prices going up, um, and now rent prices are going up, one of the things that you can do to help fight inflation mm -hmm. is to have a 30-year fixed rate mortgage. That literally means your payment on that house will never change. Mm. So for as long as you live there, for as long as you keep that house, and as long as you keep that loan, that's that, I mean, that's your payment, period. So wow. um, that part is just fascinating to really look at those numbers as well. Yeah, and you know, someone described to me as inflation is like a, a, a balloon that's like constantly inflating upwards and upwards. And if your money's not on top of that balloon, it doesn't inflate with it. Yeah. And yeah. so like having investments like, like a home is a good way to like kind of keep it off of that stagnant sort of area, yes. you know, aside yes. from it. Yeah. And, um, but no, honestly, like in terms of like, uh, renting. I had a friend who actually went through a similar situation. They they switched um, landlords like halfway through their lease mm -hmm. and they just got hit with a bunch of charges and yeah. a bunch of these new fees because like the landlord, this new landlord, you know, he was not as forgiving as yeah, the last one. The last one. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, there's that sort of instability there, which I think yeah. is interesting. It's really a shame, honestly, that mm -hmm. they're being taken advantage of like that. But it is happening. I'm also hearing, not so much maybe in Springfield, Missouri, but certainly hearing it in other markets, which is concerning mm -hmm. um, that we might see it here, uh, is that people are getting in bidding wars over the rent. So, oh you know, there might be five people needing that duplex or whatever. And so all five people are increasing the rent to the landlord. Hey, I'll pay a little bit more every month. Wow. Um, so they're literally getting into bidding wars. Oh my gosh. And that actually goes back to an inventory issue. So I don't know if you wanna talk about that really sure. quick, but yeah. um, that is actually what's driving up those rent prices is because we have a housing shortage right now mm -hmm. in the United States. So there are not enough homes for the people that are currently living in the US. Mm -hmm. So I guess um, you say that there's like a, a shortage of like homes going on. Is there, um, does that mean like our options are kind of like dwindled, I guess, in terms mm -hmm. of like, like home buyers looking for like a good home? Like, yeah. uh, I guess what are some like resources that they can go to, yeah. to um, uh, kind of, you know, for me personally, like if I were to go out and buy a home, uh, I would probably like, um, I don't know, I would just be so like overwhelmed with all of the, uh, the oh, well, there's like, you know, there's like, we're like running out of houses in the area. Yeah, and, right, um, there's a fear around yeah. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so let me answer that kind of in a two-part answer, if you sure. will. So, you know, you, you to answer it, you, you have to have a winning strategy, right? Mm -hmm. So that means you've got to have a, a really good real estate agent, and you also have a really good mortgage lender so that you know really what all your options are. Um, and how you put your best foot forward when you do find the house that you want. Mm -hmm. And that is a strategy, guys. That's not a, oh, I think I'll go house shopping today and just find something magically. Mm -hmm. That doesn't work in today's market. So um, working with that real estate agent, knowing what you have to offer that seller in order to win that house is very, very important. Um, and the, But that means that your real estate agent has to communicate with your mortgage lender to make sure that we have everything structured just so-so. Right. Um, and I'm that's kind of a blanket explanation, but I can go into details if you want to, but certainly it makes sense uh, to make sure you've got a really good team to help you do that. But I also wanted to go back and talk through um, it, 
just it that is a supply and demand issue mm -hmm. um, and it's quite fascinating when you want to dig a little deeper that so we have a high demand right mm -hmm. we have people who need houses whether you're renting or buying right so you got this high demand and you have this low supply so mm -hmm. what does that mean I mean we all that's econ 101 right mm -hmm. so that's where we have prices increasing. It's just a supply and demand issue. So there's a lot of fear in the market, which is what I'm kind of hearing you say. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of fear in the market of, is this a housing bubble and is it all going to crash? Mm -hmm. And I would say, absolutely not. It's not going to crash because this is a supply and demand issue. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. It's a benefit if you own the home. Mm -hmm. Because as a homeowner, the price of your home, the value of your home, of your asset is increasing. So whereas my house was worth maybe $130,000 last year, even just last year, my house is worth $150,000 this year. Wow. So that difference between 150 and 130, mm -hmm. that 20 grand, I made $20,000 just this year in equity. Wow. But now add in, I've lived in the home for say five years and all I've done is make my payments on time but I only owe the bank, say, this for easy math, 110, mm -hmm. right? So it's worth 150, I only owe 110. I got $40,000 worth of equity. Wow. So that's the value of home ownership, and that's how this whole supply and demand issue actually works in your favor if you own a home. Okay, and uh, I guess kind of switching gears here, say like, Say I um, am not ready to yeah. purchase a home, and I still want to go into renting, because um, obviously, like you know, we kind of talked a little bit about some of the downsides to renting, but there are some upsides as well. I know um, yeah. for someone like me who's not quite ready, but still needs to have sort of like an optimistic look on, yeah. you know, looking for my next home. Um, I guess what would be some uh, some upsides? I guess. Yeah. I love that you asked that question because mm -hmm. I think that's reality for people, right? Yeah. It's not all, not everyone can go buy a home today. Not everyone's ready or wants to buy a home today and that's mm -hmm. okay. Um, I would ask that, uh, I would answer that question by just talking through your own personal finances. Mm. I think it's really important that you have some reserves for a couple reasons. And by reserves, I mean just a little bit of money in savings, right? Um, you wanna make sure that you've got enough money for at least one, maybe two house payments. You know, if mm -hmm. you were to make a job change, if you know you got sick and were out of work for a few weeks, you know, kind of think yeah. through that. Would like I have, yeah, would mm -hmm. I have that safety net in play? I would also suggest that you have a little bit in savings in case something breaks, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, let's be real. A dishwasher goes out, a hot water right. heater needs to be replaced sometimes nice in a home. Nice things don't last forever. <laughs> and those are things that you rely on a landlord for right now. And mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. That's beautiful. If that's the stage of life that you're in, that's a great avenue for you. Mm -hmm. um, but I would definitely position yourself to have some cushion in savings to be prepared for any kind of emergencies with the homeownership. But that's a true benefit to, to renting okay, if you're yeah. not quite there yet. Um, I'm trying to think of what else we could talk about because we basically, I mean, we, we did such a good job covering all well, these topics that I think Could that we go down that road just a little bit further though sure, with yeah. that renter that 
you know, I'm just giving good mom advice or, you know, good kind of financial advice in regards to having some savings. But Mm -hmm. let's also be real that if you're not ready, that doesn't mean that you're not on your way to home ownership, Mm -hmm. whether it be six months down the road or a year down the road, right? So take advantage of this season of life that you're in. Mm -hmm. You're in this prime uh, season to really prepare yourself for what the future may hold. You You may not be a homeowner right now, you may not be ready for it, but gosh, in a year or two years, you can be in a prime position for it. Right. So work on credit. That would be my number one thing that I tell all my first time home buyers mm-hmm. or anyone that's even looking to buy a home. And let me tell you why. Your credit may be good right now and that's awesome, I'm proud of you, but I want your credit to be as best as it can possibly be mm-hmm. because your credit score is what dictates your interest rate. So the higher I can get your credit score, the lower your interest rate will wow. be on that mortgage. So. Again, just take advantage of the season that you're in. This isn't about beating yourself up of whether or not you know, you've hit a certain score. It's just about, hey, I'm gonna run this marathon and do the best that I can mm-hmm. while I'm running this race to get the score that I can. Yeah, that's good. So definitely work on credit. The other pillar that we really look at, of course, is gonna be income. Mm-hmm. So just make sure you have a good, solid work history. No, you do not have to be at the same job for two years. I get that one all the time. You don't. Um, It's okay that you switch jobs. Mm -hmm. Um, We want you to. If you're making more money or have better hours, go for it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we definitely want to see good, solid job history because your history predicts your future. So if we can prove you've got a good work history, then you're probably going to have good work history in the future. Um, And then the third thing we we look for is Mm. assets. You know, do you have a little bit of money in savings? You do not need to put 20% down. There's awesome programs out there that are zero down, Mm -hmm. um, but it is smart to just have some cushion in your savings. So yeah, yeah. so all that that to say, uh, you know, I have young daughters. Mm-hmm. who are saving up for a home, to buy a home, it's perfectly great to be in the season that you're in. Just take yeah. advantage of it and do what you can. And that's a big thing too. Uh, we talked about this the other day and it just kind of popped into my head. Like I just, I had this sort of revelation. I was like, I could just buy a house and make money off of this house. Yeah. And like yeah. I'm, like you said, like I'm young. Um, I currently am not married or like have kids. And so like I have just all this opportunity right now to just kind of go out, invest uh, mm-hmm. while I can, and then yeah. it'll pay off in the long run, which I think yeah. is cool. And so it's cool to like And talk there's about so these. many strategies yeah. around that. Yeah. You know, it's not like just one cookie cutter way right. we'll do it. It's everyone's unique, everyone's situation is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I think like, we talked yeah. through some fun strategies around that, didn't we? About, you know, you, you could- think so, yeah. You could buy a house, live in it for say two years, mm-hmm. you know, whatever season that is for you. And then you could turn around and rent that house out and then yeah. buy a new one yeah, to that, live in, see, right? That, that's that's sort of my plan right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like, put that in my head, so yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my like, next step. That's a great step. strategy. Yeah. And um, I think I just did a video on it not too long ago as well that I had a past client do that. You know, she right. was first time homeowner, she moved in, she lived in it for two or three years, and then she met the man of her dreams, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but now they're buying a house together, but she's gonna keep her current home, and she's gonna right, rent it out. Yeah. So it's like this great income you know, situation for her and her new new husband. Mm-hmm. You said that you have a, a, a YouTube channel, is that right? Yes, I got a YouTube channel yeah. and yep, you can check out those videos on there for sure. Yeah, for sure. She does a lot of, uh, she creates a lot of really good content, yep. very knowledgeable. So if you guys want to check her out as well, feel free. 
Uh, what is that name of it? Just your name, right? Yeah, it's just Jill Satterfield. Yep. Okay. You bet. Great. And um, now we might have talked. Yeah, we talked about equity. Um, I uh, I put in here what is home equity and how do we build it. I think that we basically covered most of yeah. that already. Yeah, we talked um, through home equity, but I think that's still the biggest thing that everyone asks about. Yeah. And if it makes you feel any better, even people who own a home ask about that. I mean, yeah. you know, they can be five homes in and still question, hey, what is equity and how does yeah. it really work? Because some people don't like know the actual right. value of their home and how it like, right. you know, increases over time. I'm yeah, and I would always encourage you stay in touch with your real estate agent. You know, call your real estate agent once a year and say, hey, what's my house worth this year? There's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. Know what that equity is um, because that is your money. And if you need to, you can access that money. Um, a variety of different ways. We don't have to go through the details now, but right, you know, yeah. you can access that money. Um, I had a client one time that, it's a sad, horrible story, but his wife got cancer and they had all these medical bills mm -hmm. and he was drowning in medical bills and just did not even, it just didn't click with him that he had all this equity in his house. Right. And we actually did a cash out refi and paid off all the medical bills. Nice. Um, but my point is, that's your money yeah. and, and you can access it if you need to. Now is refinancing, you mentioned a cash out refinance, Is uh, what's the difference between that and just like say, the equity that you have on your home, like, uh, do you have to refinance in order to, to like, uh, to take cash the cash in? out? Yeah, there's a couple of different ways you can do it. Yes, mm -hmm. you can do what's called a cash out refinance. That's literally meaning you're cashing out the equity that's in the house, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that's one way. Another way is uh, you could actually do a home equity line of credit. That's referred to as a second mortgage. So you keep oh. your first primary mortgage, nothing changes with it. You go get a second mortgage, kind of layer on top, so to speak, and then you're just making two payments. Wow. You know, just for the amount that you took out in equity. Okay, wow, that's nice. Yeah. That's actually, that's really uh, yeah. good to know. So, and, and I have a great story for that. Like please. for myself personally, I'm getting a new roof. Like the roofers oh, were at nice. the house today um, <laughs> and they scared me to death because they were on the roof so early this morning. But oh, um, but that's how my husband and I are doing it. And we went and you know we took out the home equity mm -hmm. line of credit. That's exactly what it's for. I mean, use your own equity in order to improve yeah. your property and make sure that you're Put making back repairs. Your home, Absolutely. Build up your value on your home. Absolutely, because mm -hmm. I know my house is be worth more now that I just put a brand new roof on it. Absolutely, wow. it's worth <laughs> That's yeah. cool. It's like the it's like your house is making money yes. to make your house yes. more valuable, so it Absolutely. can make more money. It's right. it's like a cycle. Again, it's a wonderful investment, and mm -hmm. if people would look at it that way, you know, they would see so many advantages to it. Right. But then you can't undermine that's still where I raise my kids, and it still means everything to me. Right. I mean, yeah. it, it's where your heart is, and it's where you go every day. So great means a lot to people. Yeah, well, um, so I guess um, before we wrap things up, I kind of want to just pick your brain. Uh, is there any like uh, tips that you would take away from this topic? Maybe something that you want to give as like a nugget of wisdom before you send people off? Um, yeah. People who are watching online maybe, uh, or even people who are watching the edited version online. Yeah. I hope that I'm always an encourager and I always give hope to people. Even if you're not, ready, mm -hmm. not that you're not able, but not ready, or maybe you're not able, maybe you know your credit score isn't where it should be. Have hope, let's talk, let's talk through your specific situation to determine what you need to do or what strategies you wanna put in play to improve your life so that you do have this amazing wealth building opportunity of homeownership. Mm. Um, and I, I see, so I think I, I fear 
that there are so many people that are actually ready and able and they just don't know it. Like wow. they're just too scared. Yeah, that right? is a really good point. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, that felt like me like maybe yeah. last month. But, yeah, you know, right. Who knows where I'll be in a year. Exactly, so. exactly. And I help a lot of very young people make that first step. Mm -hmm. And that's so fun to watch. And there's so many times where people say, we, I, we didn't think we could do it. We mm -hmm. just didn't have any idea of where we were at. Right. And that's normal. I mean, to be honest, I don't know what my credit score is right now today. Mm -hmm. I don't. I mean, I check it periodically, but not, you know, not all the time. So mm -hmm. a lot of people just don't know where they're at. It's okay to gain the knowledge, where am I right now? And how do I get on the right path? Yeah, and sometimes that takes time too to, to get all that knowledge together. You know, it's like you don't have to immediately know every single, like, okay, well, um, yeah. I've got all this information, now I need to run with it. It's right. like it takes time to kind of, yeah. you know, acquire all that too. Yeah. So And you don't have to do it alone, right? Mm -hmm. You can have great conversations with people and just learn, gain that knowledge, and then decide what's best for you. Mm -hmm. Great. Well, yeah. thanks for it was having fun. me. fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, Jill. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess we'll go ahead and wrap it up here. Um, thanks so much for tuning in to the Mortgage Morning Podcast, guys. Uh, we will, uh, I guess we'll reconvene in about two weeks. So feel free to, to tune in yep. on Facebook Live. Awesome. We'll see you guys. See ya.